0: Good morning, builders. How's it going today? Uh, It is Tuesday. Um, Lots going on today. Lots going on yesterday. Um, Trying to kind of wrap my head around what I want to tackle today. It's unfortunately one of those days where what I actually want to tackle and what I'm going to tackle are completely disconnected. Um, It is Canadian Federal Budget Day, um, so I talked about that a bit in the last episode, and I'll be um, speaking to the Canadian Federal Budget announcements uh, tonight, doing a little bit of punditry um, on various media outlets um, as well as uh, tonight and tomorrow Um, uh, if there are if um, there are any uh, announcements around cybersecurity obviously that's a huge issue that's um, key to the national interests and it'll probably feature prominently in this year's budget so um, that's a big chunk of my day is prepping for that and getting ready and squared off and uh, sort of prepared um, to react in the moment because things start flying fast and furious and of course um, you know, you want to be able to focus on the core issues and provide some um, insightful commentary, um, but it's a really complex and nuanced issue because you're setting policy at the national level, trying to push things down, um, not just to protect the government of Canada, but systems of interest to Canada and Canadians in general. So that's kind of what's tackling uh, or what's occupying most of my brain cycles today. Um, but yesterday, so many little uh, articles and posts started popping up around some Apple ecosystem stuff that I was dying to jump onto it. Um, and unfortunately, I'm not going to have the time to do it today. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of queuing that up for later, but I want to talk a bit, uh, about it, a bit about it today to you guys um, on the broadcast this morning, uh, because I think this is the whole point, right? Uh, what's on my mind? What's going on? Um, so a couple things that got announced yesterday. Um, first of all, Apple released its um, semi-annual-ish, kind of every once in a while when they feel like it, security guide. Um, now, this is a deep dive breakdown of how, um, in this case, iOS, um, so what runs on your iPhones and your iPods and your, um, iPads, um, and, uh, how that, um, is built from a security and privacy perspective. Um, now, this every year is sort of incremental, um, though this, uh, latest guide updates for iOS 11. Um, so that's really, really interesting because Apple's general principle, um, is that what's on here, Um, is extremely valuable to you and uh, should be made completely useless and lacking in any value to anybody else. So they've gotten in trouble or at least um, had uh, some interesting debates and arguments with law enforcement um, around the accessibility of some of these devices and that ties to another thing that popped up yesterday. Apparently um, Celebrite, who is well known within the forensics um, industry, Uh, they say that they now have the ability to access devices um, that are running iOS 11. So they say they can get in and um, get there. However, the way they do that is that law enforcement needs to send their device off to the Celebrite labs, um, and then they will send back the data and the device. Now, from an evidentiary standpoint, so if you're trying to put that in a criminal case, um, if you're trying to press um, charges uh, based on that, that's going to be really, really, really difficult to do. I'm pretty sure uh, most forensics experts should be able to shoot holes in that uh, because you need to be able to prove the fi- uh, forensic viability and the repeatability of that access. Um, and Celebrate uh, doesn't want to do that because that goes against their business interests. So obviously, the business interests are, you know, getting uh, 1500 bucks a pop to, to go through these devices. Now, that's significantly cheaper than um, the cost of the zero day, um, which ties the whole responsible disclosure discussion and lots of interesting things to dive into there. Uh, But also, how exactly are they breaking iOS security? Because if they put that into their software as opposed to as a service, that means Apple can get their hands on it and they can try to um, resolve that or someone else in the research community can try to find that zero-day that they're using and then um, push that back for disclosure to fix it up. So keep an eye on that because that's that's really, really interesting. Um, Another thing that popped out of the um, security... Um, announcement or the security, not the security announcement, the security paper, um, so the celebrate thing was just sort of secondary, um, but out of the um, security paper, um, Apple announced that they're using um, GCP, Google Cloud Platform, in the background for um, iCloud services, and people kind of went, oh, wow, they're using it because, uh, uh, you know, it's important. Um, and it's important not at all from a security perspective. Um, it's important from a business perspective and I think it's really interesting in that they migrated these particular services for iCloud off of Azure and onto Google Cloud Platform. Um, you know, from my, my day to day role with Trend Micro, I think, um, there's a real interesting business thing to dive into there to see, um, why, um, that was an attractive solution for Apple. From a security perspective though, doesn't matter in the slightest um they're storing encrypted data on there um so uh, it doesn't really change the dynamic from uh, a risk perspective or from a user perspective Um, there is uh, the same challenges um, which are very minor Um, so it's an interesting business move but not really an interesting security move um, far more interesting from a security perspective was Apple's announcement yesterday that there are four Chinese customers in China. They are moving the keys for iCloud onto um, Chinese providers to comply with local law. Everyone was kind of up in arms in this, saying, you know, Apple's backtracking on their privacy commitments. They're backtracking on their security commitments. Not in the slightest. This is standard operating procedure for multinational companies. You're going to be shocked by this, but multinational companies tend to obey the laws of the countries they operate in crazy, right? Um, so Chinese law requires access, um, they have far more um, strict requirements for technology providers to have um, access to devices and technologies that they're providing to Chinese citizens. Um, this, uh, you know, ties to a larger debate around, um, you know, we have providers in different countries. So, you know, as a Canadian, I have um, certain privacies, uh, or certain protections that are Canadian law. Yet the technology I use is built by an American company who answers to not only Canadian law, but to American law. So um, when it comes to cloud services and their geography, there's a whole bunch of huge um, knot, like a Gordian knot of challenges around jurisdiction, around whose cultural norms, around whose approach to privacy, that kind of stuff. Um, which is why we need strong encryption, why we need um, clear legislation, why we need clear rules and, and things like that. And the, the move in China is totally expected, totally understandable, um, totally uh, to comply with local law. Doesn't impact any user outside of China. Um, but that larger discussion comes back to the topic of the day for me, which is the Canadian um, budget and cybersecurity efforts at the national level. Um, And how are we as Canadians uh, pushing things forward? Are we pushing things forward? What are we doing to ensure that um, digital citizens, that Canadian citizens in the digital domain, have the protections um, uh, that they expect, that they have the um, privacy and security that we as Canadians um, accept as our cultural norm? And that's very different than other um, countries around the world, and that's fine, that's the whole point. Um, So it's gonna be an interesting day. I'm tabling the Apple stuff until um, obviously after today, but more importantly, um, probably until um, after I've got all the South by Southwest stuff locked and loaded. I'm speaking at South by Southwest in Austin on the Monday, uh, the 11th, I believe, it's the Monday, March break. I'm talking about um, rogue robots and the potentials uh, for cyber attack and um, challenges around the security and safety of robots moving forward. I think it's gonna be a really fun talk. I haven't been to South by before, um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I've heard nothing but amazing things, um, and I think that's going to be an interesting discussion, and hopefully um, it will be a discussion. As, uh, as always, hit me up online at MarkNCA. Here in the comments below, whether that's uh, you're watching this video on YouTube or on Facebook or wherever you may find it. I'm always looking to have a discussion. What do you think about um, Canadian cybersecurity? What do you think about Apple's latest moves? Um, anything and everything, I think uh, we move the state-of-the-art forward. Um, by discussing these things and by having a conversation. Um, And that's really what this is all about. It's all about connection. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.